Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh soundbite. Hello, Alicia. It's so good to meet you. I know yes, in this in this wonderful world of virtuality, it's uh, you know it's like boom. Okay, we get to meet each other. But uh, <laughs> I know from far away. <laughs> I know exactly. So I guess when I first saw your music video, and and first of all, congratulations on the album. We're going to talk about that, but this song, Jokes on Me, um, the video is even more intense than the song. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I learned yes. that it was like you were like a one-stop show, like you acted in it, two characters, by the way, and <laughs> uh, a very interesting, dark kind of story. Uh, so I guess your concept for this whole video, first of all. It was, yeah. So the concept was, you know, as in the as it is in the song, it's kind of a, a battle between um, between your between selves, um, two different parts of you in a difficult situation. One that is in denial a little bit, and the other that is, you know, feeling that need to get out. Um, so that was that was where the idea came from, and. Yeah, I guess it kind of evolved into the only way you can really get out is is you. <laughs> is um, <laughs> the only person who can really help you is you, and you kind of have to leave that denial part behind. And it takes a bit of a dark turn in the video. But <laughs> well, and your talent, of course, is songwriting, and I guess you know working and collaborating with other people. So, but this is your own project, and this new album, Joan, has a lot of. I think meaning for you. Mm -hmm. It does, yeah. It was. Um, it's definitely the most personal project I've ever done, and um, yeah, it. Uh, you know, my the first album there was some there was some personal writing on it, but it also was a, a bit of a compilation. There were some covers, and there was um, a couple of songs written um, by other people. So um, this entire album from you know start to finish and and videos and everything um has all kind of been me and my concepts and uh it's been it's been yeah about four years in the making so it's nice that it's finally come to fruition but um there are a few things that that got in the way you know the whole world <laughs> shut down and yeah. I had a baby, but other than that. <laughs> wow. Oh, congratulations. Oh, my oh thank you. Yeah, she's one now. So. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, there's always these silver linings in all of this pandemic and COVID and isolation. But the title of the album, Joan, is a name, a name that yeah. I guess only close family call you. So is this a second name or like... Is it Alicia? It's my middle name. Joan, yes. Um, Joan is my middle name, and uh, it's a it's a family name. Um, but, you know, the one piece of advice my dad gave me before I had my daughter was don't name her until you see her, <laughs> because 
when I was born. My name was picked out before I was born. And when I was born, he took one look at me and said, her name's Joan. Um, it's not Alicia. So he's never called me anything but. And um, a lot of members of my family have always called me Joan. Even my mom. My mom often calls me Joan, too. So I'm not sure why Alicia stuck around, but I still, I used it all through school. And so friends called me Alicia, but a lot of family called me Joan. Oh, interesting. And doing this album, do you feel vulnerable when people are listening to these songs? But you know what, I guess when we listen, we we hear things differently. We take your words differently too as well. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. It, I mean, people are going to interpret it their own way. I mean, that's what I do when I hear a song. You just you kind of morph it to fit your own story, um, which is what I love about songwriting. And um, so, I mean, it was vulnerable writing it, and it's always vulnerable performing it in front, like for the first time in front of a crowd or mm-hmm. for your partner or for close friends. Or, but, but I don't even feel like they're mine anymore. Like I don't really feel like these stories are are mine because they're in the past and I've gotten them out, and now they've taken on such a new life with, you know, the the um, arrangements of them, and uh, so now it's just, it's just. Um, it's all in the past, mm-hmm. so it's just nice to, to sing them and to have them take on a new life that way. For you, the process, is it music first and then the words, or is it always the words and then the tune comes into your head? It's Sometimes it's simultaneous. Um, it really depends on the song. I wish I could say that I have a very definitive process, but I, <laughs> I definitely don't. I Sometimes it's, you know, writing a a melody with words in the shower because that's when I have time to think about it or (laughs) lately it's been while I take my daughter for walks like I'm I'm walking pushing a stroller and and you know thinking about melodies and words in my head but um yeah it really some of them come you know words words first melody second Mm -hmm. um but often it's a it's a combination I'll 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 think of of a phrase or something that has a melody already and and um those are my favorite because I feel like I didn't write them they just kind of come out (laughs) Uh, must be incredible and now since you are a mother how has that changed I mean obviously your life changes but as a creative person and you know needing that space right that quiet time well the quiet times are a little bit more harder to find (laughs) yeah I mean I'm sure anyone that's had a a baby or you know even just a big responsibility change um can attest that you just figure it out i mean if it's a priority you'll get it done that's what i've come to you know the 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 lawn is never mowed but <laughs> but the music videos get made so <laughs> um yeah you just kind of squeeze it in when you when you can when you have time for it i mean in the past, before I had a child, I spent a lot of time procrastinating. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, you know, time is much more valuable. When I do have snippets of time, I try to procrastinate a lot less and just get things done in a more truncated <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> oh, and so once you can get back to touring, will you bring the baby? What kind of plans do you have? really depends on the kind of of tour if we're gonna you know hit the road and be gone for a couple of weeks and yeah i'll definitely bring the baby and 
possibly a grandmother. <laughs> oh, tow. yes. Yes. Um, but, uh, you know, for if it's if it's one off festivals or anything like mm-hmm. that, then then we'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love to bring the baby. I don't want to be I don't want to go away from her for very long. So no. And they grow up so quickly, too. Yeah. And for yourself, what is it going to be like when you can step in front of a crowd and actually perform and sing with them again? Well, I've been able to do that. I'm, I'm in Prince Edward Island, and we've been very fortunate out here oh, to wow. be able to have some live performances. And, you know, they're, um, they're, smaller. they're restricted, yeah. they're smaller, mm-hmm. but it's still, you know, I've been lucky enough to perform for 150 people, which is... That's crazy. I know, that's it's a lot. It's crazy. At <laughs> yes. this point, it's crazy. Yes. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't need more than that. But uh, no, it's been, you know, having such a large break and, and doing all the, you know, live streaming from your living room and mm-hmm. um, all of that. It, it was hard. It was really hard for everybody. And it felt amazing to be back on a stage with friends, playing with, playing music with friends for friends and community and it um yeah it was it still is it's it's amazing to be able to do that again i don't think anybody will take it for granted ever again <laughs> no no i mean we, we're in manitoba and we still I mean, lots of restrictions still but mm-hmm. you know hopefully um you know the festivals will get back and uh, we'll be able to travel and to come and see you in person and uh, That's right, and um, vice versa yes yes <laughs> and so what's in the future for Alicia? Um, well, we're starting work on album number three. That's what's <laughs> in the future. Yeah, we're starting to figure that out right now, starting writing and starting some preliminary meetings with um, Stuart and Peter again, who have produced my last two albums. They're such a good um, team, team to have. And uh, that's, yeah, that's what's coming down the pipe. So I'm excited about that. Oh, well, we can hardly wait. And I guess, yes, the wheel just keeps on rolling, right? There's no time. That's right. Uh, Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us. And I am so happy that we will be playing your brand new video, Jokes on Me. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much, Alicia. Go to. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. AliciaToner.ca at AliciaTonerMusic for all things good. And do you have some of your baby pictures on there, too? Oh, well, definitely at Alicia Toner Music, I do. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, congratulations on everything and have a wonderful rest of the summer. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of com, podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Jeff.
Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.